Show or 7x7 episode 2835. So this is the last of the release week conversations that we're going to be having about Queen's Hope, which is the final novel in the Padme trilogy by E.K. Johnston. And today we're diving deep into spoiler territory to talk about the main part of the story and what it might mean for future storytelling. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, as I said at the top, we are going to be going straight into full spoiler territory on Queen's Hope, so this is your last warning. If you need to save this episode for a later date, then by all means, please do. So, there you go. Without further ado, let's dive right in. So, one of the things that we talked about in the non-spoiler review was how it takes a little time for the main story to get ramped up. And that is in fact true when you look at it from Padme's perspective. The story that she's involved in, which has to do with a senator being asked to go on some sort of secret mission, that's happening around page 100. There is mention of something happening on one of the planets in the Chamel system, that's where Naboo is, where there's been an influx of immigrants and there's also been some you know, massive increase in the amount of tea exports happening, like people are buying their tea in quantities that have been you know, unheard of, basically. That turns out to be the groundwork for the main story where Padme is being asked to make contact with some shadowy folks. And what it turns out to be, shockingly, is a Nemoidian, and that has it's played out in the novel, like gives you pause because you think something bad is going to happen to Padme as a result, because of course, you know what happens with Nuke Gunray and how he just wants her dead and all that fun stuff. Obviously, nothing bad can happen to her at this point in the timeline, based on when it's happening, it's right at the beginning of the Clone Wars. But still, the sense of jeopardy that you get is definitely palpable, and that's a credit to E.K. Johnson's writing, for sure. But it turns out that this particular Nemoidian, whose name is O.J. Nadeeb, O-J-E and then N apostrophe D-E-E-B, is actually part of some separate faction within the Trade Federation that feels badly about what the Trade Federation did to Naboo. And they're trying to make amends, this little secret group inside. And they're trying to somehow recover from it. And maybe if they're lucky and with some support from the Loyalist Senators, that would be of course Padme and Bail Organa and Mon Mothma and the rest of them, maybe somehow they could gain control of the Trade Federation and bring the Trade Federation over to the side of the Republic as opposed to it being on the side of the Separatists. And this is a totally new thing. So this is introduced in this final novel of the trilogy, and it's not something that's ever been discussed. This character does not exist prior to the release of Queen's Hope, hasn't been mentioned in any other Star Wars media, and the notion of there being any sort of splinter group or opposition group within the Trade Federation, this is also a brand new idea. Now, if you've been reading reviews that talk about how there's something that's left hanging in Queen's Hope, this would be the thing that people are referring to because that open door to the possibility of there being some sort of splinter group within the Trade Federation that wants to take over and actually wants to do good in the galaxy, like that is just left as is. And you don't know what's gonna happen next with that story at all. So 
we do find out that Sidious slash Palpatine finds out about it and is super angry, but by taking a little time with it and channeling some anger and dark side energy into one of his statues in his office, he decides that he's going to just let this little you know dissident situation well up and let it fester and that it's okay. He's going to take it down eventually, but that it will help prolong the war. And so it's actually going to have its purpose. So he ends up contacting Dooku and saying, yeah, something's going on with the Trade Federation, but you are specifically directed to leave it alone and let it go. And once again, I have to say in regard to Palpatine and for the first time in regard to Count Dooku, because we didn't mention him previously <laughs> in our conversations about Queen's Hope, E.K. Johnston just does such a fantastic job with these characters, even in their brief appearances, like just the full-on experience of them like you get it you have it you're like yes she knows these characters inside and out which is just fantastic but yes they leave this storyline hanging we have no idea when Palpatine decides to nip this in the bud or anything like that we don't know whether it develops any further or whether these people get any traction within the Trade Federation and whether any of this becomes public in any way shape or form so that's where I'm going with the conversation about future storytelling and thinking, gosh, wouldn't it be great if there were more Padme novels, which would be wonderful in general, and then in specific to be able to explore this story more, this particular storyline that's been opened up. And yet, and yet, it doesn't seem like it's going to get handled because they do talk about this as the end of the trilogy unless they're going to just start a new one. But it occurs to me that they could pursue this in other Star Wars storytelling. For example, at the end of Queen's Shadow, that's the very first novel in this trilogy, there's an epilogue where Sabe is just absolutely beside herself with the events of Revenge of the Sith for all intents and purposes. From her perspective, all she knows is that Padme is dead and the Republic has fallen and Palpatine is now the head of this galactic empire and she knows something's not right with that so she wants to go investigate and find out what is going on. And she does appear in future Star Wars storytelling. In specific, she shows up in the second series of the flagship Star Wars title from Marvel and is involved with Darth Vader somehow. I have not read these comics, so I don't know what the deal is. But yeah, she is still alive during the time in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So who knows what she's found, but she's still involved in galactic affairs. And so the idea that, you know, that could continue on certainly gives me hope for the possibility of this particular Trade Federation storyline being continued just in some other media. And there's one other thing that I want to share with you from the novel. Again, still in spoiler territory, but it was just, you know, too good <laughs> not to share. And we're already in spoiler territory anyway, I've made that clear. So the ending of the book when Padme lets the loyalist senators know about what's going on. She has to tell the story of how to make this happen. They ended up getting involved in an incident where there had been you know, people kidnapped on a planet that was you know, tied to a magistrate and they ended up going with some clones to help rescue them and whatnot. And Mon Mothma's there and she says, senators shouldn't be involved in fighting. And Padme says in response, you know, I know that you are committed to nonviolence and I respect that, but 
by the same token, you knew what you were doing when you sent me on this mission, and I respect your nonviolence, but you gotta respect that I'm the person that you send if they're going to be, and there's a pause in her speech, and she brings back the aggressive negotiations line. And so she says, yeah, you gotta respect what I have to do, and the fact that you sent me there knowing there was a possibility of aggressive negotiations, and it's described as the closest that they'd ever had that they'd ever gotten to having it out between each other about their two approaches. And Mon Mothma says, as you say, Senator Almadalin concedes the point to which then Bail Organa says, you know, do we have anything else to discuss? And the narrative says in a tone in which he clearly hoped <laughs> there wasn't because he was just not uncomfortable or he was not comfortable with that conversation. So yeah, I just thought that was a, a great scene between Padme and Mamothma. And again, well done by E.K. Johnston. It's really just a, a fun, breezy read overall. I really enjoyed it, as I've said in previous episodes, and I definitely recommend it, especially if you're a Padme fan, especially if you're a fan of this era of Star Wars storytelling, and especially if you're a fan of the Handmaidens and the way that E.K. Johnston developed their stories and backstories and character arcs and relationships in the previous two novels. And that right there is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.